Welcome to the free sermon podcast of the Potter's House Church in Virginia Beach, affiliated with Christian Fellowship Ministries. Our vision is winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. It's Wayman Wednesday. That means you're about to hear a message from the founder of our fellowship, Pastor Wayman Mitchell. Even though he entered into his reward and is in the presence of our Lord, we still need to hear his clarion call to faithfulness, holiness, discipleship, and commitment to the cause of Christ. If you like what you hear, please support World Evangelism by subscribing to the premium version of this podcast for even more sermons. Links are in the show notes. Enjoy today's sermon. Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Can you say amen? Richard Ruby sent me a book a few months ago. It's entitled All Things Are Possible by David Harrell. In that book, it documented the uh, healing, deliverance evangelists when I was a new convert. There were 10 evangelists traveling all over America, Or Roberts, T.L. Osborne, William Branham, Clifton Erickson, Jack Cole, and many others. And as I read that book, it brought back memories because many of those men, as they ministered, I was in their services. Several of those had ministered in Phoenix. I ministered, I attended uh, uh, Oral Roberts and uh, T.L. Osborne in Boise, Idaho. And uh, as I'm reading those, it brought back memories rushing back to me because I was in some of those meetings and in some of those tents. Glorious miracles, tremendous, indescribable, visible demonstrations of God's power. The difficulty is those men made no disciples. When they were gone, the movement was gone. It no longer exists. Memories exist. So when I'm reading that, I'm uh, moved in my spirit and reminded me that we must make disciples. Unless we leave behind us workers that understand and are pursuing what God is doing, then when we're gone, they'll just be writing books about us. So if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of Acts chapter 5. Because the name of this book that Richard sent me is All Things Are Possible. And it documents many of the things that are there. That book is worth your time. I think we may have some of that in our bookstore. Not sure if uh, Keith is able to obtain any of those or not. Then another book that is very powerful by Ron Blue is Authority to Heal. Those two books are worth your time reading because it documents the truth that God has poured out for mankind. I'm going to minister tonight crusade style. I'm going to pray for the sick. 
As we look into this for a moment, we want to begin to focus on what we need to do. T.L. Osborne uh, was a very innovative evangelist, uh, the brother from Holland brought me a book that he got out of uh, one of T.L. Osborne's old bookstores in Holland, and uh, T.L. Osborne was a pioneer in evangelism. He pioneered the thought that you don't have to pray for every individual, but mass healing. And he brought that to the forefront, began to emphasize it. Today, Reinhard Bonnke uses that method today, and I'm going to refer to that in this uh, sermon that I'm preaching. Listen to the book of Acts chapter 5. I want to preach on triggering miracles tonight. Acts chapter 5, verse 12. And by the hands of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And the rest dared not, uh, dared, dared no man join himself to them, but the people magnified them. And believers were the more added to the church, multitudes both of men and women insomuch that they brought forth the sick into the streets and laid them on beds and couches that at the least the shadow of Peter passing by might overshadow some of them. There came also a multitude out of the cities round about unto Jerusalem, bringing sick folks and them who were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed, every one. Now look with me for a moment at this record because this is a record and this is a pattern that God has revealed himself. God's power present. Think about the prescription here that it's very clear. Luke chapter 5 verse 17 says, came to pass uh, on a certain day as he was teaching that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by who were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present for him to heal them. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 18, verse 20, says, For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Now God's Nature is omnipresent. He's everywhere present. And this means that when a point of contact is brought to the forefront, then God's nature will be revealed. In a time and a place and a human experience. And the intent of the scripture that I read is that the shadow of Peter might fall on some of them, and wherever that shadow fell, they instantly were healed. No prayer was made. They just released themselves uh, to God. And the people 
expected to get healed and a miracle took place. Now think about this for a moment because uh, the centurion's servant was ill. The centurion comes to Jesus and he says, I'm not worthy for you to come under my uh, 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 roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. And Jesus says these words. He said, I've not found such great faith. No, not anywhere in Israel. Ponder the truths that we're looking at here for a moment. Because he says, you just speak the word. You don't have to even come to my house. And my servant shall be healed. Jesus turned to him and says, I've not found so great faith. Now, there's a book that's been written in that book as Authority to Heal. It documents uh, that God gives to every believer the privilege of seeing miracles uh, of healing. And when this man said that, Jesus said, I've not seen such great faith. Wherever Jesus sent workers out to preach the gospel, he commissioned them to heal the sick. Say, well, I don't have the gift of healing. You don't need the gift of healing. All you need to do is obey God. When I began to break into healing, uh, this astonished me because I had discovered that I don't need a gift of healing. All I need to do is just pray for the sick and God will heal them. Luke's Gospel, chapter 9, verses 1 and 2 says, Then he called the twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now, T.L. Osborne, when he broke into this, he began to discover the tremendous truth of mass healing. He called it mass healing which means that he would gather together a crowd. One of his first crowds, I remember when I'm reading about this, he was preaching in Holland. Matter of fact, he was preaching in Den Haag, where uh, our brother that preached last night pastors. And a 100,000 people gathered together in one crowd. He didn't lay hands on anybody. He simply began to declare healing virtue and speak healing to those people and every kind of miracle that is possible began to take place. It's there. And hundreds and thousands were healed by the power of God. We do this method in Mexico. We do this method in India. We do this method in several places in Mexico do this method in several places in America, Oceanside, Spain, and so on. So let's ponder this for a moment because I want to talk to you about the grounds for expectation of healing. Christianity is a vicarious religion. What that means is that Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross paid for healing for every human being 
on planet earth. In other words, you don't have to wonder whether God's going to heal you. The Bible says Jesus paid the price, uh, and that's called vicarious. One paying the price uh, for another. I'm going to use two or three illustrations of that. Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 5 says, But he, that's Jesus Christ, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Peter picks that up in Peter, 1 Peter uh, chapter 2 verse 24 says, who his own self, that's Jesus Christ, bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, uh, by whose stripes uh, you were healed. Now digest that for a moment, because all God's promises uh, are yes and amen unto the glory of God by Jesus Christ, uh, And the price has already been paid. We don't have to wonder whether we can get healed. The price has been paid that paid for that. And all it needs is a point of contact, which means we believe it and lay claim to it. And the Bible speaks that plainly. Mark's Gospel, chapter 6 and verse 13 says, And they cast out many demons and anointed with all many that were sick and healed them. And uh, many were healed by that. We're talking about a symbolic action. Doesn't mean that oil has to be put on somebody. I remember when I was in the four square gospel, no telling how many people I anointed their forehead. Uh, I didn't see a single one of them get, nobody even said they felt better. And I began to understand some of the truths that uh, I'm going to declare tonight because uh, a point of contact means uh, we release our faith to God uh, and the Bible says uh, that we have the right to be healed. Believers, uh, Mark's Gospel chapter 16, verse 17 and 18, and these signs shall follow those who believe in my name. They shall cast out demons. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Now Jesus set the pattern. We're talking tonight about an action of faith. Let me move very quickly into this. Think about this for a moment because uh, there are plain principles uh, that are revealed in these uh, truths. T.L. Osborne made a number of tremendous films videoing his miracle ministry. One of these was Holland Wonder. And I remember that. You may have seen that. These are still sometimes available. When Jack Harris was uh, pastoring in Nogales, Sonora, Mexico, a man came to him and said to him, uh, my name is Argemero Figuerio. I'm a setup worker for Morcerulo. If you rent that bull ring down there for four nights, I'll do a crusade for you. 
Jack Harris did that, rented it for four nights. Arjumero preached, and as he preached, he preached and used a method that Clifton, uh, that T.L. Osborne used, which is simply telling people to lay hands on their body. And then he prayed a prayer and asked them to believe God and miracles of every kind began to transpire. Three nights he did this. On the fourth day he came to Jack Harris and said, I'm leaving and so you're going to do the crusade tonight. Jack almost fainted. (laughs) He called me. He said, I I can't do that. I don't have the gift of healing. He said, you just do what you saw me do the last three nights and you'll have miracles. And he left town. (laughs) Jack called me. He did that. He did that. Simply did what Arjumero Figuerio told him. And he saw miracles. And he became our healing evangelist. It was a wonderful, wonderful day. And... uh, Others began to do that from time to time. And uh, I've ministered concerning that in many different places. Uh, Reinhard Bunke, a tremendous world evangelist whose, uh, whose statement is, all of Africa shall be saved. This is the method that he uses. He does not lay hands on people. He just instructs them. As he's finished instructing them, he begins to pray and begin to declare miracles uh, and people are healed of all kinds uh, of diseases. uh, And we do this in San Luis. uh, This is what we do. We do this in uh, Nogales. Jonathan Heimberg preaches a, a crusade for that there. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up, the Bible says, And even if he's committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Did you hear those words? Thank God for that. Even if he sinned, even if he deserves all the diseases that he has, the Bible says that God's grace and mercy will pour out upon him and he will be healed. I was in Almeria. I had the privilege of going over to Almeria, Spain, and doing a crusade uh, there and uh, many of the... Pastors come, Nigel Brown comes in, and the pastors come out of uh, uh, Holland. They come up out of uh, Romania, sometimes over from Russia. And uh, as I was there, one of the things I do is uh, uh, say to the women, uh, if you have had a cesarean section and you've lost the feeling or have pain in that scar, if you come... uh, God will heal you. I did this last summer in uh, in September in the Oceanside Crusade. Five women came. I prayed for them all five at once and then sent them back in the room in the back. Said, go examine yourself and see what God has done. All five of those were healed. They came back. All five of those were healed. Doctors cannot do that. The nerves have been damaged. So then here I am in Almeria, Spain. And as I'm in Almeria, Spain, I gave that call. Five women came also. I prayed for them all. Five of them came and said, we have feeling back in that scar. And one of them came the next morning 
Now listen to what I'm saying. One came the next morning and said, Pastor, uh, I prayed last night and God did restore feeling to this scar, but I didn't tell you that I have uh, ha- that I had cataracts in my eyes. Uh, when you prayed for that scar, God also healed the cataracts in my eyes. I went to Perth, Australia, I think in uh, March, and as I'm there, I'm uh, there one of the mornings, I think the first or second morning, and as I'm there, one of the ladies, pastor's wife came to me and said, Pastor, would you pray for my sister? She's fallen off of a ladder, and she's injured her leg. And I said, sure. And the service hadn't started yet. We were, I was just kind of in the back waiting. So I got her, set her down on a chair back there, uh, because generally people who've injured a leg, it'll show up with a short leg. And so I set her down on a chair there. One leg was short, and uh, I prayed for her. And instantly that leg was healed. And she stood up and said, no, the pain's all gone. I'm healed. So they told me later uh, that uh, before the service starts, she received a telephone call from a uh, medical establishment. And they asked her to come quickly to the uh, medical place. They, they had, I'm assuming they had examined her when uh, they were looking at her leg and, and her, uh, her injury. And so uh, I prayed for her. They said, we want you to come here immediately. And uh, as she went there, they examined her. And when they had, she'd been there before, she had a, a growth in her throat. I'm assuming it, it must have been cancer because they were alarmed. They wanted her to come immediately. They told me later she went out there and they examined her, and not only did the leg get healed, but that growth was gone in her throat. I'm telling the disciples in our church that. I'm telling them about that. said, how did you do that? I said, I didn't do that. God did that because the power of the Lord was present to heal And that power is present in this building tonight. I'm going to pray for the sick. I want you to bow your heads for a moment. Thanks again for listening to the free version of the VBPH Sermon Podcast, where we post sermons on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Sundays. We also have a premium version of this podcast, which posts sermons and interviews every single day of the week. So why would you want to subscribe? I'm glad you asked. I have five reasons for you. Number one, on the premium version, we post full versions of Testimony Tuesday, Pastor Campbell Thursday, and Study Day Saturday. If you'd like to hear those episodes, then subscribe now. Reason number two, uninterrupted listening. We remove all ads and all extraneous content from our premium feed. Reason number three, Premium episodes always release six hours earlier than the free version. If you're an early bird, it's a great reason to subscribe. Number four, our subscribers will gain access to our sermon chat group on WhatsApp, where we interact directly with listeners around the globe. If you'd like to chat with other premium subscribers, subscribe today. 
And finally, every dollar we raise goes to world evangelism. This is the best reason to subscribe, because you are helping us launch churches all around the world. We don't put one dime in our pockets. Everything that we raise from this podcast will go directly to Thursday night of Chandler Conference. So please subscribe today by using the links in the show notes below. Thanks. Thank you for listening to this episode of the VBPH Sermon Podcast. When you listen to these inspiring messages, you are helping to send missionaries from the Chandler Bible Conference in September. If you loved what you heard, please send this message to someone that needs to hear it. Then leave us a review using the links in the show notes so that everyone who wants to find this podcast will see it when they search for it. We cannot thank you enough. See you next time.